Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. You need to say it's time. Stay calm. Help. I need somebody. Help. Don't ask me a question. If you don't want to hear what my answer is, I'm going to answer it. Not just anybody. Help. You know I need someone. This is Shock Therapy Live. You made it, everybody. It, it is, is Shock actually Therapy. live. We've got Jay West here. So good to be with you. We have Nathan with us. From a distance. Via Skype. And you guys are here. So Can't do this without you. Welcome. Jay West, take it away while I try and figure this out. Well, you mentioned last night, um, well, in our video today, in last night we were talking through what are some things that we're all facing, and that is this quarantine chaos that we're all, like, got some issues that are just kind of gaining some momentum, and it's hard to get a handle on. And what's great is that we have a few, a couple questions in particular that really kind of highlight some of this quarantine craziness. And one of the things, it's first off the bat, Shock Therapy Live, it's dealing with sadness, uh, I'm so glad that this listener texted in and said, you know, I'm feeling kind of sad, but when should I know or what is the trigger of when my sadness becomes dangerous? And I think that's a really great question. You know, there's different um, levels of sadness, I think we would all agree. Uh, Nathan, you ever lost like in like, um, lost like a game like soccer or football or what's your, one of your favorite things? Like what's your favorite Uh-oh. sport? Yeah, Jay West. I played. Uh, I played soccer for six years, but I never lost. You never lost. N- not a single game. How I'm pretty much the best at everything, and if I'm not the best at it, Nathan. I just don't do. It. Nathan. No, really? I'm kidding. I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I lost a few times. Yeah. So how'd you deal with that sadness? <laughs> um, me personally. Yeah. Uh, well, for one thing, I, I was I was younger. Not that I wouldn't still deal with frustration this way okay. but i usually a lot of the times i will play video games or do something to distract me so you found a layer of distraction from that upsetness or that frustration from that loss right yeah i basically just find something to divert my attention Boom. from it so how long ago was that uh, I stopped playing soccer when I was Oh, come on. 15. You love soccer. Hey, so what are we talking about again? So we're talking about sadness and we're learning about different levels. <laughs> no, all about sadness and levels. You know, because like when you can't yes. get things to work right. It's <laughs> trying to give you a buffer. Jeez. <laughs> okay. But Thank here's the you, thing. all of you for sticking with us. I know, right? So go ahead. Sorry. No. So like this layer of sadness. So like it's like, okay, I'm sad that I lost the game. There's that level. And then you go, like, and you get to this like isolating, quarantine, everything's different type sadness. And the question that came in was, but when does that sadness become dangerous? And I thought that was a really good way to ask that question. Like, Okay, so did you answer it? I no, we haven't. Like, we were starting okay. at, like, ground zero. of. But when you lose a game, like, you're sad. You're, you're, like, surface level, like, I'm sad, so I'm going to go occupy my attention with something else. But when you're feeling isolated and there's chaos and there's issues in this quarantine, for example, from this listener saying, but what do I do until it's dangerous? Like, what do we do about that? Like, what? Emmy's texting in and saying Nathan was an animal. They always won soccer. <laughs> Yeah, we played soccer together and uh, undefeated for a few seasons. Hello, Aaron. Hello, Dustin. Those seasons we actually didn't lose at all, but I didn't. I didn't develop a big head from it at all. Oh, okay. Did I say hi to Richard? Hello, Richard. Richard, hey. Okay, so when when is 
sad, too sad. Yeah. Ooh. Can you answer is that? that? The question? We're going to get to that, but I wanted to just hear from you. Why me, is like. it taking so long? I what? When is sad, too sad? Welcome to the conversation, Rebecca. Yeah. I want to know. Gosh, friggin' coming in here and making demands. <laughs> My God. <laughs> There is something that we can all say, like grief and loss. Grief and loss are two biggies on where it becomes dangerous. And I was talking with a friend of ours from church. Her name's Janet. And Janet has a really good handle on bringing up like perspective like on like when sadness can become like really dangerous and how it manifests itself, but ways that we can take to make sure that we don't go next level sadness, but that we find ways. And one of the things she was talking about with, because in, in sadness, it's like we have these shadows that we feel isolated and we don't know how to deal with that. And she was like, you know, find a way to exert some energy, even if that means like yelling into a pillow, just kind of break that sadness cycle and find yourself occupied with something that's of interest to you because you know you're good at stuff. Like you know that you can apply yourself to get out of that, but it's going to take that motivation. But she's like, we were just talking about if you have to like yell and just like kind of like get that out, vent Okay. Kind of like Vent Lab. So I, I get that there's ways to get out of being sad, but yeah. how do I know when, like, my sadness is dangerous? Like, yeah. when is sad too sad? I okay. still don't feel like you've answered it yet. I feel like... If you can't tell, we've been on quarantine for a while, <laughs> and so, um, yeah. Dealing with some issues of communication, so if you completely <laughs> stop communicating, oh, that's a big deal. That's a big okay, deal. Okay, so one, if you stop communicating... Boom. that's one. Okay. Two, you're not utilizing your gifts and talents and things that would be typically a part of your rhythm and routine daily. So things that you're good at, you stop doing. Like, why? Don't do that. Continue at it. You know, find those ways that you're, whether it's, you know, for some people it's cleaning. For some people it's tinkering. For some people it's just redirecting that power and that focus. Instead of on the sadness, it's redirecting the power into something you know you're good at. You just, you got to just get yourself to that place. And one of the biggest things to do is leaning on each other, leaning on one another. Okay, hold on. I have a question. Yeah. So if you get to the point where you're like, you know, I really wouldn't mind a car, like a fatal <laughs> car accident today. Okay, hold like, on. Is that <laughs> dangerous? That could get pretty dangerous. Okay, because I've thought that a lot. Yeah. Like there's been like in the last, I don't know, since college, there's been times where I'm like, if I get in a car accident and die today, I'd be totally okay with that. Like, is that dangerous? And what does that mean? Does that mean I'm depressed or am I just like looking for a way out or what is that? Yeah. Nathan, have you ever felt that way before where you're just kind of like, dude? <clears throat> yeah, but dude. I, I, I personally think that there's a difference. Do you, between, hold on real quick. People who are watching live, do, is there an echo? Because I can hear myself twice. I can't hear an echo, but I'm not watching. Rebecca, live. on the live stream, do you have the volume up on the on the computer? I don't know, Nathan. Can you please get up and walk across the room? Again, it's like five. Yes, yes, I'm more if than I happy to do that. I would do it myself, but I can't. So I'm asking you for help. <laughs> Can you please check? What am I checking for? An echo, and you have to check. check. Check if the live stream is muted or not. Like, you're watching it on Facebook. Is it muted? It is muted. Okay. Okay. Uh, people are saying no echo. All right, cool. I'm just insane. That's fine. <laughs> um, that, that's perfectly okay. I'm sure Please. everybody wanted to see my ripped jeans again, so yeah. <laughs> more than happy to oblige. 
Um, anyway, I think that there's a difference between being like, oh man, I don't want to go to this place. If somebody crashed into my car, I'd be okay with that. And being like, holy cow, I'm so sad I'm going to crash into a pole. Is there a difference? (laughs) I think there is. Because one is like, if something happens to me, I'd be okay with the idea of that. One is like, I'm so like distraught and not okay and with this thing that I'm considering turning into a tree. <laughs> turning the car into a tree. Okay, turning I was going to say, to turning into a tree, tree, that's just a bad option. If I could turn into a tree, I might do that. Well, but you get what I'm okay. saying? Like, there's a difference between, like, oh, man, I'd be okay if somebody, like, something bad happened to me and between Okay, like, there's a difference between making a do plan something bad. to end your life and being like, you know what, I'd be okay if my life ended today. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Is that, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does. Because I think there's a difference. What, what do you, how do you feel about that, Jay West? Yeah, I think that, you know, one, there is a difference, but two, it's not staying in that place. You redirect, it's time to redirect out of that sadness and move forward out of it. Because it's not going to benefit Holly. you. That's not benefiting anyone. When you're when you're in that place of isolation and feeling like that's where your life's at, you have so much more to offer and so much more to give. Um, you know, take yourself from like point one of allowing yourself to be sad, but cognitively in your mind and your heart, coming to agreement with yourself like that, not beyond this point though, and you redirect because you have the power and the ability to do it. Um, you know, exercise those feelings and then just leave it. Boom, done, and then move out of that. Richard yeah. says, I'm sad this Holy Week. Richard, explain more to me, okay? Yeah. Nathan, go ahead. Um, I have a question, Jay West. Yeah. You, you mentioned earlier that whenever you're sad, it's good just to do something to get over it, like yeah. scream into a pillow or punch a punching bag or something yep. just to get over it, like just let it all out. Yep. Is that only whenever you're sad or is that whenever you're angry too? Yeah, I think that applies to just whatever your your situation is, whether it's sad or angry, fr- frustrated, whatever. Angry? Did I just say that? You said yeah, angry. angry. Yeah, yeah. Angry. It's better than tanks. There's a whole other guys. <laughs> Communication. One day on this quarantine, I gave him something. He goes, "Tanks,", tanks. and I was like. <laughs> Like, she about lost that's it. That's what it takes. Like that it's was small the pil- <laughs> little things like that where I'm like, we can't live in the same house. Oh, ouch. Okay. Wow, that went wow. next level. For a long period of time like this and not be able to leave. <laughs> oh, that's gold. That is great. Yeah. Anyway, Jay, the, yeah. the reason I asked Hello, about Jocelyn. that is because I, I had like, uh, uh, I was very angry. Soccer helped with the anger. Well, I don't know. Soccer may have helped develop my anger issues. But anyway, whenever I was younger, <laughs> whenever I was younger, I would get very angry and like overcome with to the point where I'd be like throwing stuff. I stabbed my bed one time. I was going to say like that time you stabbed yes. your bed. Wow. Does I your mom know about time. that? Wait, she does now. Okay. <gasps> okay. Uh- <laughs> I forgot she was watching. Oh, man. Um, it's fine. It was an old bed. I, actually, I think it might be the bed I'm currently using. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, also, uh, uh, I don't want to move my camera, but anyway, over in this corner, people who are watching live stream can't actually see the corner either. But there's a punching bag that I asked for Christmas so that I would have something to punch whenever I was getting angry while playing video games. But before I got it for Christmas, I learned to control my anger issues. And now, whenever I'm like angry or distraught or whatever, 
I feel defeated whenever I do something out of that mm-hmm. emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, like it feels like I just lost. So that's why I wanted to know, like, is that actually Damn. okay? Or is that one of those things, like, it's okay for some people, but if it's legitimately a problem, you should probably get it, hold of it. Or what? So anyway. Yeah, I think your example is great that, that shares and shows a lot of us identify with that an ongoing emotion, you know. And then sometimes it does feel defeating and deflating because there's a scripture that talks about, you know, do not let the sun go down in your anger. And that's simply saying, you know, whatever's happened during your course of your day, you know, you can't stay there because it's not benefiting you, you know. And if you take action in a way that, you know, the sun goes down essentially and you still carry that with you, it's not benefiting the next day you've encountered. So, you know, I think it just a principle applies of redirecting that sadness in a way that you can just dismantle it. You know, it doesn't own you. Um, and that's where when it starts taking effect and owning you and your emotions and your thought processes, and that's where that's winning. So, you know, punch and bag, you know, recreation, sport, whatever. Find that way to redirect that because that will benefit you in the long run. Okay, I'm going to change directions here a little bit because there's been a lot of discussion this week about getting through this time in quarantine. And see, what we're three weeks in now, but our family is four weeks in. Correct. Right? Okay, so we went on quarantine before the shutdown order because I got sick. And then our entire family, because I didn't want to be like locked in a room... I put my whole family at risk. So they all went on quarantine with me. I didn't do it on purpose. The doctor didn't tell me to stay away from my family until like two days later. And by that time, they were already exposed. Anyway, so we've been on quarantine for a while. And so we want to talk a little bit about like how long it takes to get in routine because it takes three weeks to get into a routine. So your entire life has been just like flipped upside down. We're all navigating yeah. something that we've yeah. never navigated Correct. before. And it's been kind of a roller coaster of emotions, like the whole tanks thing. <laughs> that happened <laughs> like one weekend, right? So Yeah, it was just a random moment. Yeah, where I was like, okay. But your emotional level was, was like already here. And it's like that one enough. thing. I didn't get angry at you. There's like no I just tweeted about it. And then we laughed about it when you saw the tweet. It's fine, your outlet. <laughs> Thanks at my expense. Thank you. <laughs> but kidding. I had like there was one day where I had just finally gotten off quarantine where I had the ability to go to the store if I needed to. Yeah. And I was so ready to get out. Like I was counting down to the moments that I could get out. So we go to the store and we get there and it's closed. And so I don't even have like any place to go. So I had to wait till Saturday. And so that Saturday I went out to the store and it helped me a little bit to be able just to get out and go to the store, just even just to get out of the house and just have a different scene. Like you just, you know, you're looking at the same place all the time and it's nice to get out. So, um, but then another week later, it was a Monday, which Mondays, you know, are typically tough, but this one was especially tough. And I was just angry the whole day. I was so mad because I was like, my job is more difficult right now. It takes me a lot longer to do. And so that's frustrating. And it's also a part of my job that's not my favorite that I'm doing more now than ever before. My entire family is like stuck together. We're all kind of biting at each other. Um, My daughter Grace had to start doing online school. That's complicated. Like I found a million reasons 
to be frustrated with my situation. And even Nathan was trying to encourage me. And I don't say even Nathan, not like he's not an encourager, but he was trying to like be encouraging. And I was like shooting down everything he'd say. Like I was like, yeah, but this. Yeah, but this. And then like Mm -hmm. I just realized like this situation isn't going to change until I change. And so I had to start. I literally sat down with Jay West and made a list of everything that I'm going to miss when the quarantine is over. I just started like, oh, you know, I really like going outside during the day, which sounds weird, but I don't get to do that at work. (laughs) And I really like that I get to see my dog during the day. And I like, even though I can barely fit into my jeans now, that I can go to the fridge whenever I want to. (laughs) Um, You know, I like that I get to hang out with my family, even though I just complained about that. I like that I get to see them more than I got to see them before. And like, you know, I let Grace dye my hair purple and I was and my my thoughts with dyeing my hair purple was like, hey, we're on quarantine. Nobody's going to see me and it'll wash out by then. And then I forgot we live stream. <laughs> and like that next day, I got Gold. assigned a story where I had to do like a tutorial of how to make masks and post that on the KMBZ's Facebook page and their website and everything. So I'm totally cool with purple hair. Just in case you were wondering, I'm fine with this. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so, but anyway, I had to make a list of all of those things that I'm going to miss when it's over. And focusing on those things yeah. makes this seem shorter. Like, oh my gosh, I don't want those things to end. Yeah. I really like those things. And so, yeah, just during those this time, those are the positive things. So I'm focusing on those. Now, I'm an introvert. Yeah. So this is easier for me than it is for extroverts. Jay was is an extrovert. Nathan, yeah. what would you consider yourself? Uh, I think I'm an extrovert with introverted tendencies. Cool. Okay, so <laughs> so, so Jay was, how are you handling this whole quarantine thing as an extrovert? Is it really difficult for you? I'm a people person, so to not be around people like I normally am, where it's meetings or even just meeting at a coffee shop and just having that human interaction, which we'll talk about that, it's just been a huge gap. And so it's like, yeah, I there are these moments for just kind of freaking out, you know, emotionally and mentally because everybody has their own little system going on with you, what you just hide with your own work schedule or kids and what they're doing. And it's like, but there's that component of me that I thrive off getting to talk with other people. And it seems like even going to the store only going in by myself to get a few items, whatever it might be. It's just, in, it's just me saying, Hey, how's your day? How are you doing? You know? And it's like, this you actually talk to people when you I go out during talk- quarantine. <laughs> I know within distance, but it's like, that is something that feeds me. Like it, it's like a buildup and uh, having that, you know, I have to see that that affects me. So what does that manifest? What does that look like when that puts me in a tailspin of frustration? Elvis just rolled over into yep, the camera. So if we lose the camera, Elvis <laughs> turned it's over. It's Elvis's fault. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you said you have moments of frustration. Yeah. Now, everybody looks at you and is like, yeah, Jay West is always happy all the time. Yeah. So explain to me, what does moments yeah. of frustration look like for well, you? Well, it, it, it's like these pocket moments. They just show up in little pockets, and it's like I don't expect it, but like I can sense it. And there's times I've, if I am like thinking about how something's making me feel, if there's like a lack the fact, you know, especially like being able to have conversations with people, it, the simplest sound or someone not putting something away or something's not in order. It's like an immediate reactionary response. 
you know, and it's like, Zacchaeus, why is this not, or Grace, did you see why this is, you know, and it's totally overreaction. Or like, am I the only one that changes the cat litter yes. in this house? I think I'm the only one that pays attention to the cat. Which you are correct. <laughs> Look at the bars. I'm actually surprised you're just now figuring that out. Hey, hey, you, you be nice. Okay, Nathan, how yes. are you handling this whole quarantine? Because you get to work outside of the home, yep. so that's yeah. a little helpful. But at the same time, you're at risk. Like, you're exposing yourself, so talk about it. Um, yeah, no, I feel pretty okay. Like you said, I go to work and everything, so it's it's really all right. Nothing has really changed for me. I went to Walmart the other day, and there was not a lot of people there, and Everybody, if, if they didn't have a mask on, they kept their mouth shut. I don't yeah. think I saw a single person with their mouth open, like even breathing. It was so Jay West really wasn't strange. at the store. <laughs> Jay West wasn't. I probably would have been Sorry. able to hear him. Oh. He was. <laughs> um, it's true. It was really it is so strange. True. There it is. I love it. It just felt like there was like this overall like uh, atmosphere about it. It was strange. But no, work is fine. I, I only work Thursday and Friday this week. And so from Monday... Really, from last Friday to not tomorrow, but the next day, mm -hmm. it kind of is that feeling that everybody else feels. And I'm like, dang, this really sucks. Like, I didn't work yesterday or today, and I'm already like, oh, there's nothing to do. <laughs> I can't go outside and do anything. Of course, I yeah. could go outside. Not that I mean, I you would, live on a farm. I know, and it's not like I would be like, doing anything different anyway but it's like the, the idea and i think i think that gets a lot of people is it's not even like people are living their lives any differently there are plenty of people who like are essential workers they get up they yeah. go to work they come home and they watch tv until it's bedtime and then they rinse and repeat every day and even those people are <laughs> like dang this quarantine really sucks but i think it's just the mindset of it all Okay, I want to you know. remind everybody who's watching, if you have something you want us to discuss or yeah. um, a topic, go ahead and let us know, and we will keep watch of that. Um, Richard mentioned something. He doesn't like missing Holy Week. He's yeah. talking about having to be home during this time, and so um, let's talk about that. Yeah, there's so many gaps or losses right now, and that's part of like what we started off with, the whole grief and loss. Like, you're know, grieving this routine and something we look forward to, especially as a body of faith in the body of Christ, and you know, to not be able to be together and have this togetherness in one place or multiple venues, you know, we're having to think outside the box. And there is a, there is a loss there at sense of seeing those I typically see on a weekly basis. So now it has to look different. Um, that's very real in the fact that now we have to look outside. Um, and now we're using online venues and other online resources. And those can be positive highlights because it still can bring a togetherness we just have to be willing to do something about it. And so, you know, Richard, I totally agree that that's a, that's a, it feels like a loss, but there's also something that is challenging and motivating you and me and others who are craving that, you know, to do something about it and to reach out and, you know, to share one thing that's significant that means a lot to you about Holy Week, you know, and then just focusing on that one thing and letting that encourage someone who's also feeling and experiencing what you're feeling and experiencing. You know, we talked about on the podcast, I believe it was last week, about all the churches that are live streaming yeah. right now. And so it's really cool because if you have other churches that you've been a part yeah. of, you have an opportunity yeah. to watch them as well. Well, I know a lot of churches were trying to do like a drive-in experience, and then that kind of got canceled because um, more restrictions were put on what we can and can't yeah. do. 
Um, but churches are still able to live stream. And, you know, one thing that's really special to us as a family is just dressing up on Easter. Yep. And so we weren't going to need to do that anymore since Jaywest is the only one that's in front of a camera now. And so there was no need for all of us to dress the part. But we decided to still order Easter clothes online it's to us. so that we yeah. can gather together as a family and we'll still, you know, celebrate Easter the way we yeah. normally do as a family, but in our Easter outfits and we'll take pictures just like we normally would and just yeah. trying to keep things as familiar as possible. There it is. And um, there'll still be Easter services that yeah. are special. And yes, this will be different, but it'll also be a memory that we'll yeah. take with us every year of remember that Easter when it was Correct. like this. Yeah. And appreciating those things more and more when we are actually able to gather together and be a part of them. Yeah. Yeah, this is in the short term. So we make those adjustments knowing that it's different. But yeah, I like the fact that you know, your question highlights something significant because um, within the body of Christ, you know, this is a big week in a lot of ways. And there is a swift move, as Rebecca highlighted, throughout a lot of ministries online, how they're utilizing this as a, a component of outreach and meeting people in their homes and being that source of hope and encouragement, especially with Holy Week. So in my role at Lansing for Southern, I love the fact that we're surrounded by families who are looking ahead and toward ways of just providing that for their family, for those in their community who know that they're believers and they're finding ways of how to be an encouragement to them and just sharing on these traditions. And that's that one thing that we encourage you to identify that one thing in this short-term change for a long-term benefit for someone that, you know, that, that exists outside of you in your home. Yeah. Can you hear the dogs barking? Yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> we call them the puppies. <laughs> if you didn't hear there that, there's so a lot of many, dogs it. barking in the background right now. Yeah, we we think they're awesome. Ooh, and obviously Elvis is, it's, yeah, okay. <laughs> Elvis is like completely out. He's <laughs> Richard, thank you so much yeah, for letting us, yeah, that question and letting us know when things are going wrong. Yeah. Normally Nathan would fix those things yeah. when you text to them, but now I have to fix things and I'm not a good fixer. Hey, so making it happen. Right. But what's happening right Tanks. now is going to stay exactly. Yeah. Like what, what, I, what I'm guessing is the studio computer right now is under a lot of stress because it's uh, just the studio. computer. Uh, yeah. It's It's got a, a few extra programs running on it right now to make just this setup work. And so working on upgrading it. But I'm it's also very warm in this room right now because we don't have the air conditioning on. I don't like air conditioning, so I put it off as long as I can. Anyway, all windows are shut so we can like keep the noise contained. You are sweating profusely right now. It's like a sauna. <laughs> the sacrifice is being <laughs> Maybe we'll fit into our jeans now. Everyone's after watching we like it out during this podcast. J West, if that chair smells like your sweat by the time nope. I get back. Nope. Nope. Uh, might cover up the smell of MJ's urine. Oh gosh! Wow. <laughs> did she, There's a whole nother. Pee MJ did, did not pee in your chair that we know of. No, he has not. The corner behind Do the not, chair, he did no. pee there. <laughs> it's been extracted. Wait, wait. What's Nathan oh, whispering? Okay. Okay. Um, Carol, she has a question. Great. What long-term changes do you think will come after this lockdown? Yeah, that's a good question. We've actually been discussing that at work, what long-term long -term changes, changes, because yeah. 
Um, if we're talking about not having a vaccine for like another yeah. year out, then what about those people who are immune compromised? Mm-hmm. Does that mean that they're on lockdown until there is a vaccine that comes yeah. out or until there's a medication that can treat this? Um, so that's a, a one thing. And then the other thing is how long can the virus live on surfaces? Because I've heard lots of different things. And so, you know, we get out of this and it still yeah. keeps, you know, regenerating and can you get it again and so there's so many unknowns with this also changes there's a lot of good things that's come out of this and i think that might lead to some changes with businesses and how they're able to do stuff i know we talked about pet shelters Mm -hmm. and how they've gotten all of their animals out of the shelter and they're in foster homes and they're adopting so much quicker that way and they're doing like adoptions online like you can do a video adoption and then go pick up the animal and so that's changed how they do their industry and i talked with tori fugate with kc pet project and she said that that might be a permanent change when everything goes back to normal so yeah you guys chime in any other changes you think yeah this might lead to churches any of that I think it definitely, as you just mentioned for churches, <clears throat> it's given this open door mindset of, I know growing up as a kid, it was like, man, if we don't go to church, then we're horrible sinners. Oh my goodness. And I didn't know Christ at a young age. I just remember feeling this wrath, <laughs> this judgment, like I didn't enter the doors of a church, so I must be this horrible person. But uh, obviously now knowing Christ personally and having a testimony of faith with others and just knowing that... It's not about just showing up at the church. That's special. Absolutely. That is something that is beautiful when we talk about fellowship, but it's about being the church. And in moments like these, we're seeing the church be the church outside the four walls and being more available as messengers of hope and grace and encouragement. And uh, whether you're a believer or non-believer, feeling discouraged or encouraged, you know, we all are human beings. But when the church is being this unstoppable force of hope, um, it's causing us to think beyond, again, the four walls. And I think there's a lot of momentum that that is creating, not just locally, but like globally, like around the world, Um, that lives are being affected in a positive light, even though we all feel the pressures and the changes that are happening right now um, with this pandemic. But it's really causing us to think, again, outside of what I felt as a young child, instilling you know, fear if I didn't enter the buildings of a church, but actually then being the church, and it can be the church online and still have a, a body of believers and fellowship that exists. So, Nathan, anything yeah. from you on that? Yeah, I was, I was just thinking about, I, I know I mentioned, we kind of talked about this last week, I believe, and I meant, had mentioned how I'm excited about how like companies and everything are being forced to innovate mm-hmm. and how that's going to change the near future and everything uh, even after the pandemic is long said and gone and everything. However, I was just thinking about how much it must <laughs> suck because a lot of the changes that they're making they're making because they have to fire people mm-hmm. and now they're realizing oh we don't actually need these people anyway. And so I was thinking it would be really suck to be those people who are like, you know, basically it sucks for those who have lost their jobs. Yeah. And the fact that they're uh, just stuck at home. Like it's one thing to lose your job. It's another thing to not be able to like go out and distract yourself or, you know, spend time around friends or whatever, do anything really. You're just kind of locked at home. Yeah. Like, dude, that's gotta, that's gotta be rough. 
I mean, we see that in the industry we work in because there was a lot yeah. of job cuts this week and a sure. lot of people lost their jobs. And some departments are completely restructuring. Like those jobs won't come back. Nathan, you mm. lost your job this week in radio. Yeah. yeah, it was just the promotion job. And it's not like I was going to be doing any event soon anyway, because, you know, everything got canceled. And so I kind of saw that coming anyway. And so I wasn't super uh, bummed about that. I mean, it, it sucks because typically in the summer there'd be like a lot of events. And so that's some nice extra weekend pay. Yeah, yeah but, but you also lost your weekends uh, on the point. Yeah. And I don't know if I, I was I don't know if you wanted that. me to bring that up or not, but there <laughs> it is. Am I fired? Because... They haven't told me anything. Oh. Well, your email's not there anymore, right? I don't know. I can't sign into it, but <laughs> oh, I figured no. they would have so told there me you before go. they actually fired me. All right, I cool. So I, well, there's a I did I, hear some people found out that they were fired because their email wasn't there before they got the call that they were fired. Oh, nice. Yeah, I bet they because one of my bosses <laughs> was like, hey, by the way, we had a promotions. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Promotions wasn't the only area I worked in. And so I expected like a text or something from my other bosses. Regardless, that's fine. I'm not worried yeah. about it. I work at Amazon now. And so I'm actually in pretty yes. good hands. Mm -hmm. I'm an Go, essential worker. <laughs> and really the timing of you starting a job at Amazon yeah. and becoming an essential worker there during this time. Uh, is incredible. It like, is incredible. This, this whole time, and I don't want to like brag or anything, but... <laughs> I have been totally fine Hello, Luke. through all of the job cuts and everything. Like we just said, I got fired technically. Couldn't care less because I got a new job at the same time that I got fired. And it pays almost twice what Dude, the radio job congrats. paid. And yeah, it sucks I'm not employed at Intercom anymore, but I'll get back there. Yep. you know, Maybe not Intercom, but a different radio company. Like I'm not done with radio. No, We still got time. It's just I, I have a place where I can temporarily work at until all of this blows over. And as soon as everything blows over, then I have time to get my foot back in radio. Yeah, I think there's a lot of sucky yeah. things that are happening right now. But one thing that really helps in the midst of it, because, you know, I was at risk for losing my job this week. And thankfully, I didn't. It was just all of us were up in the air and didn't know yeah. if we were going to stay or not. I think there's just several rounds of you know, businesses deciding on when they're going to yeah. let people go. It's tough. But there was a lot less fear, there, though, when I know that we're all in it together. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. everybody's going through something. Yep. Yep. And we're all basically going through the same thing. Um, and so it makes it a lot easier because I know that there's grace. Like, you know, companies are going to have grace if you yep. can't make a payment sure. right now. I know there's you know, a check coming from the government that's going to help out yeah. in some of those situations. And, you know, we're going to get through this. This is temporary. You know, jobs are going to come back. And even if you're not going back to mm -hmm. the same job yeah. you were just in, look at it as an opportunity. There's be creative. Do that thing that you've been waiting to do that you were like, if I ever leave this place, yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. You yeah. know, just take those opportunities. And I know that that's easier said than done. It but um, yeah, just we're all in this together. And that really helps. These last several weeks, it. like I was thinking about just globally, like families being affected, but like everything from everyone's education, 
their trade, their background, you know, all of your training, all your gifts and talents, all of those things in the right perspective, even as difficult as this is. But like Rebecca said, within that grace format, like this isn't anybody's fault, you know, and all those mm-hmm. things that you bring to the table have led you to this point that's going to get you through however long this takes because you have these incredible qualities and they weren't any things that sidelined you. These are things that are qualities about you as a person, as a human being, that's going to help you get through. But that's the perspective you have to hold on to and make that choice. But like you said, it's easier said than done. And that's why it's important with this togetherness online that we're trying to figure out a, a format or a way that that's a consistent message that we're all reminded about, including me. You know, just to hear that reminder that we can get through this and to know that there's something ahead that we can still contribute uh, in our in our culture, in our community, in our society. So to yeah. everybody that that's listening yeah. right now, if you can chime in, like something that you're doing that's yeah. helping you get through the quarantine, I'd love to to read those. That. That'd be great. Like yeah. also, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say hi, James. Hi, Luke. They are here. I would love to be able to say someone's name it. too. I just can't see. You it. can't see it, can't um, see Jonathan. It. Jonathan <laughs> Trill. Oh, hey, Jonathan. Okay. Did I yes, say that last time right? Okay. Terrell, I think that's right. He said, some days I wish I could lose my job for a while and be home 24-7. 24-7. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> if people weren't truly suffering and dying from this horrible virus, I would love what is happening right now. Not for, like, people losing jobs and, and the no. suffering, like I just right. said, and loss of life but if we were just all told to go home for a month like (laughs) if this could be like a national holiday where it was like coronavirus month and everybody (laughs) would go home and we'd stop having to make payments and you know like everything would just like even out i would love this because it's like changed things up and helped us to like refocus on okay what's really important what do i really like doing what do i not like doing like it's really just given me a different perspective mm-hmm. on things oh there's elvis he's up and awake um <laughs> his butt's towards okay. the camera that's great <laughs> there he is um but we've gotten to do some fun things like we just started some traditions just to give us something to look forward to like it's like a buffer family movie night yeah where you know we're taking turns picking movies picking and movies. we're introducing movies to yeah. like our kids that they've never seen that are older movies and so that's been fun and the other thing is we like to go out on late night drives and like my son has been fixing oh, my man. Jeep up and he He's put in great. a light bar and yeah. um, I can't remember what else. He washed it for me today, so Beautiful. I won't be doing what I'm about to talk about. But um, we go out driving <laughs> late at night and find like old country roads. You find old country roads. And where there's like big <laughs> mud puddles and we went out last Elements week. Elements of fear is what she's looking for. We went out last <laughs> week and there was this really really muddy road and jay was said to me don't drive over that you're not gonna want to go it was like the moment he said don't do this i was (laughs) like we're gonna do this and so i was like what what did you say and so i was like we're driving through the mud and like in my mind i was like i even if we get stuck i'm still doing this like because he told me not to do it so i'm obviously gonna do that and so i didn't even need four-wheel drive like i got through it it was covered in mud. It was a great time. It really was. We didn't need to call anybody for help. Not that anybody could have come they to help us. They wouldn't be able to find us. Like, there's no GPS oh, for that spot. <laughs> anyway, it's such a great memory. Aren't you so glad that I drove through yes, all of Yes, I am, and I said that later on. <laughs> I was more concerned about the fact I was wearing slippers, and in fact, we were in a mud field. I'm like, you were wearing no- slippers? I had slippers on. I was so like, Rebecca, 
we are not prepared for your adventurous, you know, <laughs> track or whatever you were choosing to do. Oh my gosh. But it was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Here's some things that people say that they're doing. Good. Um, working in video calling with okay. Bernadette Terrell and boys. Nice. Cody says, since I'm essential, I'm doing my best to just go on about my life like normal. Thanks, Cody. I got to keep it together so my wife doesn't worry. Kara says, in groceries and to magically show up at our door. Wait, I think I missed another message Must from Kara. Regardless, that's really cool. That groceries. <laughs> Dude, grocery stores are probably going to be hurting. Walmart is going to have to. Well, yeah, true. Well, I don't know because jet be popular. So many people like just hoarded stuff in the beginning. I mean, the grocery stores have been practically empty for a while. I've just started seeing toilet paper again, so yeah. that's good news. We yeah, were I'm, getting I'm close. Yeah, I'm saying be hurting. People are going to realize that they could just order stuff online. Amazon is not going to be hurting. <laughs> I, but <laughs> I don't know that we'll ever permanently go to ordering groceries online because I think people are in general, bad planners as far as food goes, like I am. And it's like, you order stuff, but then you're like, oh, I forgot those 10 other items. Yeah. No, but think about this, Rebecca. Amazon okay. Amazon has been waiting for this moment in history <laughs> since their freaking creation. They're like, oh. you, you remember those Amazon Alexa commercials where they're like cooking or something and they run out of uh, a spice? They run out of pepper and they're like, Alexa. Put pepper on the grocery <laughs> yes. list. That that's going to be everybody's life because everybody has an echo now. They got it from their work Christmas party. Have an echo. We don't have a work Christmas. We do have a work Christmas party. I just don't ever get to go. Elvis, I'm so sorry, guys. That Elvis keeps walking in front of the camera. Sorry, Nathan. Go ahead. But anyway, so like, uh, you're gonna run out of something and just immediately order it just with the voice. And so instead of going to the grocery store and buying a bunch of stuff, I think a lot of people are just going to be like, oh, we're out of chocolate syrup. Alexa, order chocolate syrup off Amazon. But and how that's fast will be, it get yeah. there? There's a time component. Because I need Dude, chocolate Amazon syrup. Amazon has two-day shipping. Yesterday. Right. Right. I'm not waiting two days for my freaking chocolate syrup. Yeah. <laughs> Gracie ran out of peanut butter. like, we're going now. I need it now. Yes, it better <laughs> that, be. How long does it take to go to the store? Okay, double that. That's how quickly I need this. Yeah. Dude, I you you are the only people that I, I know of that's oh. like mm, Okay, guys, chime in. I, I need don't more believe of this. I'm, I'm the gonna only go one. Buy something immediately. Granted, I grew up where the closest store was at least fifteen minutes away. Mm hmm So we had to like make a big like trip or something. Yeah. Yeah, I but, don't think I don't think I'm the only one. I'm waiting for people to, to chime in on that. Hmm. Cody says he thinks it'll be the opposite. That everybody's going to be so starved for uh, interaction after the lockdown yeah. that online shopping will take a hit. People are going to be going to the stores yeah. to see other people. I think Cody yeah. might be right on that. But, counter argument, uh -huh. Uh -huh. people counter. are so paranoid about germs because everybody's learning about the spread of germs now. It's like we're in first grade again. That... They're going to be like, I don't want to go to the store because those <laughs> things are so filled with germs. I don't know. I think once they say, like, we're free to go, I think it's going to be a full-on party in the streets. Dude, it's like worlds of fun. Like, when you see, like, the swarm of people going toward, like, the entrance, it's going to be that. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't know. We'll see. 
James says, I've been a longtime server and bartender. I am so happy I found a new profession in marketing, working Mm. with an essential business. But I feel so bad for all of my friends and former employees who are struggling to pay their bills. Yeah. Uh, Steve and Renee Reese, it's one of them. I don't know who they are. One of them says, I have been getting a lot of things done at home that I normally wouldn't have time to do. Also getting my son to do a lot of things that he wouldn't normally do. (laughs) That wasn't there, but I'm adding that because I believe that's probably true. Probably true. Yeah. Uh, Richard, working in auto parts. Wait a minute. Richard just said his Alexa just ordered chocolate syrup with my voice. I... Wow. Is that true? Really? Nathan? I'm sorry. Did you just Did order you just chocolate order? syrup? For, okay, guys, in two days, you we, guys are going to have chocolate syrup. Congratulations. We wouldn't want What kind of chocolate syrup? I feel like I'd have to say like Hershey's chocolate syrup or something, right? <laughs> okay, Kara. Uh, Kara nice. says, it, it would be wonderful if we could all stay home and groceries magically showed up at our door. So... When we were on quarantine, we weren't even allowed to go pick up groceries because yeah. you had to have interaction with somebody still when you were picking up groceries. So I had to order the stuff online. Yeah. Well, you don't know that they're out of something until the person goes to pick it up. Right. And so we had somebody who, Heather, she went and picked it up for Super. us. It was so kind. Dropped it in our driveway. And then our family scurried out <laughs> after she left, grabbed the groceries <laughs> and pulled them all back in underneath the garage door. <laughs> But we were missing a lot of items, and it was my son's birthday, and so then I was like, all right, let's go online at a different store, order groceries. You had gotten off quarantine by that time, so you Mm -hmm. were able to go pick them up. But again, they were out of a ton of items, didn't find out until you went to go pick it up. up. He's like, hey, I just want you to know all this is missing. Yeah, so then it was the next day. You had to go to like three stores to find it. And so like the whole ordering online can get really frustrating. Yeah. Ooh, Richard. That's what? the expensive chocolate syrup. What what did it order? You <laughs> said it ordered the Ghirardelli chocolate oh, man. sauce. The oh. 87.3 ounce. Oh, Richard, man. you enjoy that chocolate syrup. You're about syrup. to get some of the Compliments finest chocolate syrup. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm sorry. I didn't even think about that. It's gold. Yeah, man. <laughs> I love the future. Cindy says, I literally order something from Amazon almost every day. So last night I walked by the door and I was like, is that an Amazon box outside? Because I've been ordering a ton of stuff from Amazon. I've just been ordering online like crazy for everything. So we don't have to go out very often right now. But um, I walked by the door and I'm like, is there an Amazon box out there? And there was like nothing. And it happened like three times during the day where I thought I was was seeing ghost (laughs) Amazon boxes outside. Like anybody else going through this where you're thinking you're seeing Amazon boxes? This is like a side effect of coronavirus. Hello, Luke. Um, planning proper. If you know you are low on chocolate syrup, order in advance. Come on, people. James. I just, I, you know, I don't realize we need stuff because I don't take inventory very well. Here's, here's where I could see that becoming an issue though, is like, let's say you go to make a peanut butter sandwich and you're like, we're getting low on peanut butter. So you say, order peanut butter syrup. (laughs) <laughs> and, or peanut butter pe- pe- peanut butter peanut now butter. richard's gonna have peanut butter gonna have and then your kid comes in is like oh shoot we're low on peanut butter and they yeah. do the exact same thing then you're getting two two you're getting twice the peanut butter kara says can you imagine when we are all out let out and 13 million people want a haircut all at the same time oh my goodness 
It's going this to is be a, insane. Yeah. So Jay West is getting a quarantine haircut. I got the hair- onion loaf. He's getting a quarantine haircut <sighs> on, on Saturday, which yeah. means I'm cutting his you hair. You are so kind. Oh, that sucks. She is so kind. Here's the deal. Yeah, my hair, Though, dude, I used to cut his hair all the time. All the time. The only reason why I stopped wasn't because I wasn't doing a good job. No. I'm actually pretty good at cutting hair. You're I the best. cut my entire family's hair up until we had enough money that I didn't have to do it anymore. Get that coupon. And then I was like, I'm Boom. done. Like, <laughs> She's like, bye-bye. Go pay. <laughs> ten dollars to get your haircut because i don't want to take my saturday afternoon and the hair gets like all up in your clothes and like i wear like an apron to try to stop the (laughs) hair and it's still like i guess i'm just a messy hair cutter anyway i don't like cutting hair and then there was times like they had like the plate of cookies off to the side in the kitchen and somehow you would find it later on what is that? Oh, hair it's air. Well, it's been the cookies. That's because yeah. the kitchen was the only place without carpet. But now we yeah. have like a big enough bathroom area. True. So we'll cut your Once hair. You in there. We'll be garage. good. So kind. That's true. The garage would work too. But really bad lighting. I think I need better lighting than yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, appreciate yeah. That. I mean, it's weird because I'm like good at everything. Wow. I just don't like doing everything. Wow. Okay, I just can't even fake that. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm terrible at a lot of things, especially electronics and trying to figure out this whole live stream thing. You did this, though. You rocked this. Yeah, you did this. You did a good job. Yep. Mostly. We'll see how the recording comes out. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Stephanie. Oh, my sister's chiming hey, in. Hey, Steph. Um, I had to wake up at 3 a.m. to get a slot for my grocery pickup at Walmart two days later. <laughs> yes, okay, that has been an issue. Like, we had to, like, plot it out for, like, three days or something yeah. before we could actually go pick up our groceries. And I was like, this is the longest we've ever waited for groceries. It's been crazy. Okay, I thought my sister was going to say something about dreams, but she didn't. But, oh, my gosh, are you guys having the craziest dreams during quarantine? Every day. (laughs) I had a dream the other day that I fostered an octopus. (laughs) And, like, the octopus would not stay in the bathtub. And I was so frustrated because I was like, I didn't realize it was going to be this difficult. Like, octopus, stay in there. And so then I had to, like, change bathtubs that it was staying in and put just a little bit of water in. And then I'm, like, Googling, like, how long can an octopus be out of water? (laughs) I didn't want to pick it up because it was weird. So I kept making my son pick it up. And then yesterday or last night, I had a dream that I had another baby. And on the same day, somebody got me a gift of what kind of puppy was that? A Sharpay puppy. Sharpay puppy. Beautiful dog. So cute. You what can probably guess I was more excited <laughs> about the puppy than the child. Which, okay. I don't even remember if the child was a boy or a girl, but I know the puppy was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't look at the child too much. But I was like, somebody got me a puppy. That is so cool. They also got me the gift of a tornado that you can hang, hang on the you side can of hang the wall. On the wall. So. This is so descriptive. Like, you have not nonstop every day had some detailed dream every day. I don't know how it happens, but yes, I would blame it on the quarantine. <laughs> Kara says, the weirdest <laughs> dreams. I woke up my husband to tell him he wasn't <laughs> <See>? amused. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That is awesome. Dude, that's wild. Uh, Cody looked up the price. He said it's $20 for that chocolate syrup we ordered for Richard. I'm telling you, Richard is a... (laughs) Two days, Richard. Two days. You're going to have some fine chocolate sauce. Dude. It'll probably be closer to like 10 days because Amazon is way back ordered. Okay, Steve or Renee, I'm going to guess Steve is saying this. Maybe the poor lighting will make an improvement. Mm. Yeah, that's Steve. I think that was a burn. Gosh, what is that? You know what? It's It's a compliment. 
I think, our I think it was supposed to be a burn on Rebecca, not Jay West. <laughs> Probably. Just no. FYI. Why would he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would he <laughs> say that? Make an improvement in your haircutting skills, not in Jay West's. Well, I guess inadvertently in Jay West's haircut as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I had a dream. I slept walk the other day. It wasn't like oh, you actually I mean, slept walk or you had a dream that I you slept walk. I, I got up from my bed and I, I grabbed my pillow and I dragged my pillow to the stairs, and then I went down the stairs into the bathroom, took out my retainer, rinsed it off, put it away, went back up, grabbed my pillow, and went back to bed. And in the morning, I was like, where's my retainer? <laughs> Did you really? Wait. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. No, that, th- that dream was real. That actually happened. You went to panic mode, didn't you? I was like, beep, beep, beep. what the heck? <laughs> It wasn't even that, like, like you know how they say you do most of your dreaming, like, in the morning? Sure. I, I woke up after, I think I woke up whenever I got back in bed or around that time, and it was, like, 4 a.m. Wow. And I, I just couldn't be bothered to go grab my retainer again because it was in the basement. <laughs> anyway, so I if I have crooked teeth now, that's Dude, <laughs> I haven't had any, like, ongoing dreams. I just keep, like, waking up to my arms being asleep. Does anybody else deal with this? Like, where you're, like, laying on your arms? Like, not your arms are in the air, but they're, like, above you, but you're, like, I don't think that's a plant. quarantine issue. In it, it's got to be. It's never happened. No. And it's been multiple times I've the heard last him talk couple about weeks. this before. And I, like, wake I up and, like, you flop. I to be a part of the conversation, <laughs> No, too. it is. You flop over. You're, like, <laughs> my arms. And they're asleep. <laughs> it's totally that. It's oh quarantine chaos, y'all. It's exactly what it Gosh. is. Kara, Kara, she Kara. said she's okay, uh, yeah. Kara. She said she's learning how to play golf in her front yard because of quarantine. Genius. Um, as somebody who has also tried to learn how to play golf in their yard, that's dangerous. That's a dangerous game to play in your yard. Nathan, but you picked it up so well. I was going through photos yesterday and came across those from last summer, and dude, you were like knocking like 200, 215 fairway. Boom. 215,000 is No, it's... Yeah, it was going to... <laughs> so <far>. Miles. <laughs> yeah, was no, awesome. I was thinking about that the other day, too. But I stopped practicing in the yard because I didn't want to kill an animal or a neighbor. You are surrounded Hello, by a lot of animals. Hello, Eric. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just anyway. going through people I forgot to say hi to. I think it's great. Hello, I Craig. I see your name. You know, I'm really impressed at how well works this setup. Yeah. Yeah. How cool is that? It is. We've got like our own studios in our house. We do. And we're just going to keep getting better at this. I know, dude. And by the end of this quarantine, why do I even need to drive to Lansing? I'll just stay here. Okay. Well, we need you to be here so you can actually work the electronic stuff. No, because at, by the end of the quarantine, you're going to know how to I do mean, it better probably, than me. Anyway. <laughs> probably, but maybe not. Okay, Elvis is and just quite frankly, literally standing in Rebecca, front of the camera. I think people want to see my messy room. Yes. I've just, I've just welcomed everybody into my home. You know, yes. not, it's not even my home. It's my parents' home. That has been like a, a fun little side effect there is like yeah. watching news personalities and like the yeah. Tonight Show hosts oh and stuff goodness. hosting from their homes and getting like fun. you get to know them a little bit more personally yeah. when you get to see like the home that they live in and like what their home offices look like. And we have this magnificent studio. So it's been really cool to show this Grateful off, you know, yeah. to everybody, all of my coworkers and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. 
was bragging about that. So now good. it's just really awkward. No, you're good. Richard says we need Jonathan and Rod. I think if we were ever on the same schedule, I think that would be so much fun to have them fun. join get us. Jonathan has to go to bed super early. I don't get off work till super late. So weekends is like the only time that we can make that happen. Yeah. But yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be neat. Pretty really yeah, neat. Pretty dank. Dank weeds, as the kids say. <laughs> <laughs> okay do we have i should probably hold on i'm going to check the time you see if there's anything else that we need to talk well, there about. is one more thing and it actually goes along with the holy week because of this week launching in from palm sunday into monday thursday good friday and then easter sunday um one of the things that came up because we've talked about you know ways of doing church now online and then some of those components that we miss like for example like and when's the last time we've seen a believer's baptism you know, happen on site? Well, obviously, we're not going to be able to do that for some time. And that's a protective measure within this pandemic, as well as, you know, Lord's Supper. So one of the things that's come across is like, man, is it a, like I miss that? Like we used to do that often. And one of the things that we're looking at doing this Easter Sunday is doing that from our home studio here as an interactive way with our church family, those who are uh, participating in Lord's Supper. And that's going to be a really cool that's going to be a really cool way that we've never experienced Elvis, before. Sorry. What did he do? He's trying do? to eat my peanut butter cookie oh my that goodness. Grace put up there. And he had just about went for it. <laughs> that was close. I'm so sorry. Whoa. Tornado on the wall, if Every you time you're talking about something serious, <laughs> yeah. I keep interrupting you. No, you're good. It's, no. I know everyone who's watching it, which again, thank you for tuning in tonight to Shock Therapy Live. We're so thankful for you doing this because it's, it's so meaningful to hear from you. And I like, you know, this question I like when I text in about, hey, how are we going to do lord's supper and those kind of things and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing what that looks like so this sunday we're gonna be doing that and it's gonna be just a short segment uh, wait we're, we're doing it on easter sunday yeah we're gonna send we're out information here yeah okay it's gonna be great so we're sending out like for example <laughs> communication uh this week to our church family <laughs> communication. Bef- and we're gonna send out details like here's what you need to do and uh here's what you get ready and then sunday morning we'll see you online and it's gonna be fun yes it's gonna be fun Okay, that's our first Shock Therapy Live. Wait, is it an hour? It's been an hour. I don't hear the music. That's because I'm doing it post-production because I could only put myself through so much right now <laughs> and pushing another button it was, was just like, I just couldn't do it. So. Yeah. Hey, let Shock Therapy Live know ways that we can, one, we've been an encouragement to you tonight as well as ongoing encouragement. We definitely want to keep... Uh, in the loop with you and this is certainly we find this as a gift like we are so thankful that this is something feasible and um yeah if there's something we can reach out and uh, be available in that way just let us know nathan rebecca it's an honor yeah nathan you want to close this out like you normally would boom uh yeah like jay was said thank you guys so much for listening we appreciate it as we figure out all these uh the ups and downs and all arounds of doing the uh What's this called? Live stream? Yeah. No, no, no. Online? The, uh, remote, remote. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, Jonathan, do- for teaching us how to do this. Jonathan Weir? Yes, mm-hmm. seriously. Ooh. Are we going to do a live stream Friday? Yes, I believe we are. Okay. Well, yes. join us Friday and every Friday <laughs> now, since we have it all set up, for a live stream on the Vent Lab with Nathan Bex. My name is Nathan. And I'm Bex. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.